Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last 10 years. And the most fulfilling part of what I do is when I help other women within the workplace get promoted, which is why I started coaching in 2019 and helping women who weren't in the same company as me. If you wanna grow within your current role, be seen as a leader amongst your team and eventually get promoted into a larger role, this podcast is for you. Sometimes along the way, women realize that the growth might not happen within their current organization and change can be scary. So I also help women in the transition to finding a great fit in a new role with a new company. And many of my clients end up getting a 20K salary raise along with that transition. And that can be you. After all, the world needs more female leaders and I'm here to create them. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take that action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. I wanted to start off with a huge thank you to anyone who is tuning in. I honestly appreciate you so much. I value any of the time that you spend hanging out with me over on my podcast. I know that you could be doing a million other things, but you are here checking out this episode and I want to say thank you. I wish that I was more connected with people who follow my podcast and are tuned in. So if you want to connect over on Instagram at Nicole.Harrop, I would love to get connected. I love to hear about people who are tuning in and what episodes are helpful or what you want to hear about. And I was sitting in a moment of gratitude when I had over 2,000 more downloads than I did in the month prior and I don't really feel like I'm doing anything different so maybe more people are tuning in or checking out more episodes I don't quite know there is not a lot of analytics you can get from podcasts other than where people are listening to you from so it doesn't help me that much but I want to say thank you I so appreciate anyone who is here looking to grow in their career and really figure out, hey, how can I continue to make more and progress, right? No one wants to stay stagnant where they're at. And I appreciate you being here. I was recently on vacation in Mexico with my husband and many of our friends. And oh my gosh, it was such a good time. Beautiful weather. We've been to Cancun in January of one year. We were in Puerto Vallarta this year in April, and I'm still very confused why these resorts don't have hot tubs. It is very confusing for me. We had a pool, a little like sitting pool uh, on our deck, and I for sure thought that was going to be a hot tub, and it was pretty cold, which, you know, on the days that it did get warm, Sure, it was nice to hang out in that colder pool, but I love a good hot tub on a vacation. And I'm very confused why Mexico doesn't seem to have hot tubs, at least at these different resorts that I've stayed at. So if you have an answer as to why that is, please reach out to me. Or if you've stayed at one where there was a hot tub that was different than a warming tub, let me tell you, 
the warming tubs that are connected to the pools, they are not even that warm or hot, I would say. So I would not consider that an actual hot tub. There was one heated pool on the top of one of the buildings because this resort was gigantic. I think we walked several miles a day, but we found one pool that was heated and I was very confused by that. All the other pools were super, super cold. But moving on, I loved getting to spend time with my husband and our friends. And again, it was beautiful weather. We did some different excursions while we were out there. And I honestly love being at the pool, being near the beach. We played a bunch of spike ball and me and my husband found this crepery. And oh my gosh, we ate probably one too many crepes for that vacation, but it was very much enjoyed while we were there. And, you know, I was thinking as I was coming back to work, I thought, you know what? I am so glad that I enjoy the work that I do. And I love having a team of entry-level people who I can help pour into while they're growing. And I love working for a company where there is growth. And I was thinking, you know what would really suck after being on a vacation and coming home, right? Needing to unpack, having to get all ready for everything. And then on top of that, if I was dreading going back to work on Monday, that would suck. So if you're in that position, please check out the group coaching program that I have, nicoleharib.com slash coaching. It's something that I am so passionate about for people to be in positions where they actually enjoy the work that they do. And if you don't think that that's out there, I can guarantee you it is. You're just not in the right position right now. For me, it was important for this trip specifically to take time off and not feel like I still needed to be connected to my computer or to my work. Now, for some people, you might go on vacation and still enjoy checking your emails or checking your Slack or whatever communication channel you use. I wanted to try it out where I was really intentionally working on checking out of all of my work from all of the things. I mean, I definitely recorded a podcast while I was out there, which was something that was fun and exciting for me and didn't really feel like work. But how would that make you feel if you were going to take time off and really check out from everything? Is that what you're used to? Is that something where you've easily set that boundary? Is that something that is enforced at your job? I know for me at my job, they say don't fail your PTO If you're taking the day off, take the full day off. Don't take it the day off and still attend a meeting or two. So it's helpful for me to feel that it's reinforced through my company to take that time and to enjoy my time off. How does that make you feel? Is that something that you feel comfortable with or is that something that makes you nervous that, you know, perhaps other team members might really struggle if you're not around? And if that's the case, I've been in those positions where if I were to quit out of the blue, then a company would really struggle because I was involved in so many different things and I was the only one who did a lot of different things, which meant it wasn't good for the company 
to rely so heavily on these different tasks and responsibilities that I was in charge of. So I know that can be a good feeling to have thinking, oh my gosh, I do so many things that the company should value me because not many people can do what I do. And like I said, I've been in that position and in that frame of thinking of, well, they can't let me go because I'm so valuable, right? But when I started growing into different leadership positions, I changed my frame of thinking to more of an abundance mindset where I thought, you know what, even if I started teaching other people how to handle some of these tasks while I was gone, or let's say I was sick or had a family emergency, I had the faith that if I taught other people how to do my role, then they would be able to get by while I was gone. And that helped me feel less stressed about taking vacation in previous roles. It helped me feel like, hey, if something did happen in my personal life, I wouldn't be at the hospital checking my phone and feeling obligated to reply to emails. That has to be a terrible place to be. And I know I've seen the memes out there, especially in the U.S. for how we work. We feel like we have to always be connected. This is why it was important for me for my Mexico trip to really take that time and check out and enjoy my vacation and really focus on relaxing and not focus on the work. Because if you're slightly tethered to your work, whether that's, hey, I'm still going to attend a couple meetings here or there, or I really don't want to miss this thing, I get it. I have been there in many situations where I've joined some sort of meeting while I was on vacation, either at the beach or wherever I was, because I I had the pride, I had the dedication, I had all these things. But what I've realized is there are other people who can help cover for you or see if you can record meetings and have them sent to you and you can watch them later. It is so important to disconnect because if you aren't, there's no way that you can reboot yourself and fully get that rejuvenation feeling if you're still tied to the work that you're doing. I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things today. We're going to talk about planning prior to your PTO, delegating tasks. This can happen before and after and prioritizing once you get back of what you're going to be working on first in first out or most intense and prioritizing the different tasks that you need to handle once you come back so planning prior this could happen at any level i know even some of my entry-level team members i manage a small team right now and if one of them is out it's helpful to know hey do you have any meetings coming up Do you have a one-on-one, for example, that we need to reschedule? Let's do that in advance. Do you have any other meetings with any other departments or any other team members or whatever that might look like? And let's see how we can either get someone to step in in your place if you're hosting a meeting or let's get it rescheduled for another week. Now, 
I'm not expecting perfection ever. I know even for me, I was looking ahead in my schedule and I thought I had everything covered myself. And at one point, someone did reach out to me when I was on vacation asking what my plan was for my presentation during one of my meetings. And I thought, oh my gosh, I thought I had all of my meetings covered, but that one had not shown up on the calendar that I was checking. So I totally spaced it and needed to follow up to figure out what I was going to be doing during that time. So this is why it's helpful to look ahead and figure out what needs to be pushed back, what can be canceled, what all does that look like when you are on vacation. And I I want to emphasize that this does happen starting at the most entry level because you want to show that you are proactive and that you are owning your schedule and everything that you have control of or control over that you are managing, right? And doing so effectively. This obviously looks a little bit different when you are in a leadership position or maybe you're owning certain projects. Those, again, are things that you'll want to make sure you have planned in advance of who's going to cover for you or if the project is going to be slightly delayed or are you working extra time on it the week prior to make sure that you stay on task. What does that look like? The next thing I want to talk about is delegating tasks. Now, this is also something that you could consider for entry level as well. When I say delegating, maybe that isn't always the right word to say, but maybe the easiest to resonate with. It's figuring out who can help you while you're gone, right? You are saying, if I'm in an entry level position, can I delegate to other people who are also in an entry level position? And I say, absolutely, let's figure out who can help you. Again, this is more of a collaboration. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. If another team member is going to be on PTO at any given point, I would imagine you're helping to cover things that they need help with and vice versa. So it's always good to figure out whenever someone else needs help, how can you offer that to your team members while they are gone as well? So you can figure out with your leader, maybe you're saying, hey, I've got some follow-up that needs to be done with these certain customers. Maybe you're in a position where you take phone calls and answer emails. And if you are out of office, those go back into a general inbox. But what does that look like? If you have ownership where if someone replies to an email thread, whether it was days ago or months ago, if that happens to open up back to you, what is going to happen? Who is looking out for you? So that's what I mean by delegating tasks. And when you're in any sort of a project ownership or leadership type position, this is something where you can also delegate those tasks. And how I was mentioning earlier and thinking of an abundance mindset Some people think, oh my gosh, well, if I teach them how to pull this reporting, they're not going to need me anymore. Or what if I teach them this particular thing, then they're not going to feel like I am doing anything in my job. But again, when you are showcasing leadership and leadership abilities, it is that ability to recognize the strengths in others. So you're saying, hey, When I'm gone, are you someone that I can rely on and who can help me? And that is something huge for people in these entry-level positions 
is to figure out what could you do for your leader if they were out? Could you pull reports? Could you share stats with your team? What could you help with that is something that can show your leader that they can rely on you and that they can build that trust in you? That is something that can be so helpful in your career progression and for the ability to take on additional tasks or projects. I know for me, people always are going to stand out more when they are proactively volunteering and saying, hey, how can I make your workload lighter, easier, whatever that might be? And they are proactively offering that help. Then when I do have something that pops up or maybe even another team, I say, oh, this person is exactly who you need to be working with. They are amazing. Any task I give them, they are happy to help with and they are showcasing leadership abilities by doing that. The last thing I want to talk about is prioritization of tasks and responsibilities once you get back from PTO. That's the whole title of this episode is getting back on track after PTO. And honestly, that is something I think that for me, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I know that I can get on top of my workload, but it can feel overwhelming when you think of it all needing to get done right now. So for me, it's important to prioritize my different tasks in the different things that I'm doing so that I can know what for sure needs to be done by today, what things can I push off until tomorrow, and then as I'm working through my tasks, starting with the most difficult task first, and I get through my list and I think, okay, you know what? I'm actually feeling pretty good. I can take on a couple more things that I had put on my list for tomorrow and actually start getting those done today. I can also go back to that whole delegation option to see who as team members could help me. So thinking at your same level, who could help you? You could even ask a level up, hey, leader, how can you help me? I'm struggling with these tasks. Maybe they help you organize what you're going to be working on. Maybe they are able to take some of your workload off of your to-do list and help you with that. And then same with people who are leaders figuring out, are there any team members who could follow up on any of these tasks that you have? So this is what it could look like. Writing out your full list once you've gotten back from vacation and that likely starts with checking your email, right? Seeing what things are potentially on fire and write them all out and then start prioritizing them. And from that list, indicate what things could potentially be delegated and maybe even touching base with your leader to say, hey, these are the things I'm thinking about delegating. Is there any concern for me doing this so that you're on the same page with your leader? But when you do this, it helps you feel less stressed and have a game plan for when you're coming back. Because for me, I know I felt very overwhelmed on that Monday after getting back. I mean, think about it. You're on vacation all week. You're traveling on Sunday. You're getting back and you're thinking, oh my gosh, now I have to do not only all this stuff at home, right? I had to do the unpacking or the laundry or whatever that might look like, getting the kids ready for that upcoming week, as well as getting myself ready 
for what whatever was going to come up on top of the stuff that I missed from the week prior. So that can feel overwhelming. And I have found that writing out a list of all the things that I need to get done and prioritizing them and asking for help is huge because you might think, oh, I hate asking for help. I don't want to ask for help on this thing. But if you do that, I promise you that says, I trust you. That sends out a message of, I can rely on you. And that is something that people love to feel is they feel like you can count on me and I'm here for you if you ever need it. That type of thing feels so good, right? When people think of you in that way. And then when they go out of town or somehow need an emergency few days off, whatever that might look like, then you can pick up the slack for them. So that is what I mean by kind of this revolving door or I scratch your back, you scratch mine. And that teamwork, the camaraderie, the collaboration of everything is such a better environment than dreading coming back to work, dreading working on those tasks because you feel like you don't have help. You feel like you can't ask for help because that feels like maybe your your ego is getting in the way saying, oh, well, if I can't do this, then why am I in my position? Don't let that get to you. All right, friends, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you still have questions or if you're struggling coming back to work or even maybe struggling asking for time off, how to approach that conversation with your boss, head over to the Facebook community. It will be linked in the show notes. I would love to see you there. And if nothing else, building community with other women like you who want to see that growth and promotion and opportunities. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, I would love for you to check out my career journal that I created that has over a hundred unique prompts to help you take action and work towards getting that promotion in your career, helping you feel more confident, improving your self-awareness, increasing that communication, expanding your growth mindset, and helping you to proactively network. This is action-oriented and will have space for you to write in the journal itself of what you're working on, what progress you're making. I know it can be so helpful to any woman in the workplace who wants to grow in their current role, even if you're not getting promoted, but it certainly will help you be more prepared for those growth opportunities in your life. I would love for you to check it out. The link is in the show notes and you can also find it over on my website, www.nicoleharrop.com 